This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 297. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast that talks all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. And today, about podcasting. You know, uh, I hope you're all doing well during this uh, this horrible virus thing that's uh, just knocked everybody's lives upside down and uh hope you're all doing well and surviving through it um people have time on their hands and uh, and a few people have actually asked me about how to podcast so i thought uh we'd do something a little different this time and since uh you know if you ever thought about doing a podcast or were interested in the process i'd go through it for you a little bit since uh, i've been doing this what about seven years now so uh just a little background podcasting is definitely on the rise um, some numbers for you. As of 2019, 51% of Americans ages 12 and older have ever listened to a podcast, according to a company called Edison Research. And 32% have listened to a podcast in just the past month. That's up from uh, up to 32% from 26% in 2018 and just 9% in 2008. There, this is a little old, uh, this graphic here, but there shows that um, podcasts of share of ear, they're calling this, so Americans' share of time spent listening to audio sources. Uh, this is a couple years old, and it said that uh, podcasts were 32%, where AM, FM radio was 25%, and streaming audio, which I'm sure is higher at this point, but uh, 14%. So, uh, and there's a few other, uh, categories, but anyway, that's, uh, 32% was the largest, uh, share on this graph here. So why podcast, right? It could be a career springboard. I mean, for me personally, I always say bartender journey was a perfect name for this show because when I started this thing, I didn't know how much I didn't know about bartending. Um, so there's, it can really, uh, it can lead you to interesting places for sure. It has for me, uh, you can be a so-called influencer, which, um, can also lead to uh, opportunities. You're the new media. Personally, I get media credentials for for uh, Tales of the Cocktail every time, and uh, other things like bar convent and um, and uh, what do you call it? The one out um, bar uh, nightclub and bar show in Las Vegas. So uh, that's like a all access pass, uh, assuming that you're covering the uh, event for for your media source, whatever it is. You get invited to a lot of cool events, and can perhaps lead to to travel it had for me and um possibly paid travel in in some cases uh you can get samples of products i've gotten i get a lot of stuff in the mail um everything from liquor and mixers and uh books so you get to uh interview your heroes so uh i mean one time i had breakfast with dale DeGroff at tales of the cocktail and we uh recorded over breakfast which was really cool if you have any products of your own to sell, this is a great way to um, to uh, do that, and you gain your um, trust of your listeners. And you, can, and if you have a product to sell, and in fact that um, rather than advertising, that's really the way to go if you're looking to uh, monetize this at all. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about advertising later, but uh, it, it's uh, it's tricky for podcasts. Uh, you can create your own digital media footprint for what that's worth. Uh, it can lead to paid production gigs. Uh, for instance, I worked for Tales of the Cocktail for three years, and uh, which covered the cost of my trip, which was great. It's a conversation medium, just like a bar. You get to talk to people, and uh, that's what we like to do as bartenders, right? But I'd urge you to uh, think about who's listening rather than how many people are listening because uh, it takes a long time to grow, and there's more and more... Uh, competition out there all the time. When I started, I think there may have been only one other um, bartender show that came before mine, and now there's got to be 20 or 30. 
Um, so who is your podcast for? I say, well, first of all, think of a style for your podcast. Do you want to do um, always interviews? Do you want to do a one-person one show like I'm doing right now? Uh, you know, normally, if you listen normally, you know, I try to get guests on, but sometimes I'll do a solo show like this. Or do you want to do a show with uh, a co-host or, or more than one co-host uh, so it's the same people every time? I like to pick an avatar to whom you're speaking. So uh, I like to speak to one person, not the audience, uh, using phrases like, here's a book I think you'll like. So um, when, you're, when you're thinking about your avatar, you know, is it, you know, very high-end um, bartender? Is it, you know, the highest-end cocktail bars? Or is it somebody, you know, to me, I like to think um, of someone who's uh, really interested and excited about bartending and uh, maybe is uh, in, a, in a smaller market. I mean, here, here in New York, we have we have so much access to you know brand ambassadors and um, where we did in the pre-COVID days and uh, lots of educational events and all these things. But you know, I like to think of somebody who's really excited and wants to learn uh, more and more and is work you know is is working in a bar, but maybe not. You know, it could be a cocktail enthusiast too. But um, I just uh, I think you know I would urge you to to uh, think about who 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 you're speaking to and, and imagine it's just one person. So is your podcast going to be for uh, professionals, uh, insiders? Personally, I don't want mine to be too inside baseball, like, you know, talking about, uh, you know, we flew into Portland and went straight over to see Jeff at Clyde. Uh, you know, it's, that's something, I know what that means, but not everyone does. So that's something to think about. You know, is, is it accessible to everyone? Um, assume the listener doesn't you doesn't know too much. Um, I say the Bartender Journey podcast is for professional and aspiring bartenders and cocktail and spirit enthusiasts. Uh, I often use terms like, as you may know, um, there's a way to treat the listener with respect and educate and not talk down to them or feel like they're um, on the outside looking in. So that that's how I like to do it. Uh, treat your listener with respect, your listeners, I should say, with respect, uh, like you would treat your guests at a bar. And don't waste their time. It drives me crazy when there's a... Um, 40 seconds of intro music before a podcast starts that that's just a waste of time for me and that's not why i'm there to listen to music a little bit of technical nitty-gritty what do you need to create a podcast number one an idea so uh i've talked a little bit about that already um but you know what's this format going to be and uh what's your goal is it to educate or inform or uh entertain uh, you'll need a microphone, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, but you'll need something to talk into, you know. I mean, you could do it on your phone. Um, I, I strive for best audio quality that I can achieve. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. There's a pop filter. I use this pop filter. It's this... Uh, looks like a, um, a stocking on a, on a big wheel. And um, what that does, if I take it away, see when air goes into the microphone, you get that sound, right? popped peas popped popped peas so i as i put this back on that takes care of that you also want to talk a little bit off access to the mic you don't want to go boom straight into it because that air um if you put your hand right in front of your face and um pop pee you'll feel air like physically hitting your hand so when that air hits the microphone that's when you get that um that sound uh mic stand is a good idea uh i mean you could hold it the whole time but uh, i don't want to do that uh headphones is really important um so you can make sure that you, you sound 
good and there's no problem with the equipment and it also just helps you uh i can't even explain it <laughs> when you have your voice in your head it just uh take it might take a little getting used to but it really helps you uh focus on what you're doing um so you need something to record on to um you i record directly it's my computer uh using the editing software and we'll talk about software in a minute you can also record into a uh, portable audio device that has like a um not a SIM card, what do you call it? Like a, me- um, you know, a memory card, like would be in a camera or something. And uh, you could record into that and then transfer to to an editing software from there. Um, a quiet place to record, ideally, and a room that's not too uh, reflective and echoey. You know, I have I have a few um, sound panels around. I always have a rug under, underneath me, and I try to uh, close the curtains when I'm recording. Flat, hard surfaces like windows and uh, even computer screens are your enemy here. You need a podcast hosting service. Uh, I use one called Podbean. There's uh, one called Lipson. Um, there's a few, and that that actually hosts the audio file, and then it creates uh, the HTML code that you need to um, post, and then it also sends it out to uh, to iTunes and things like that. Creates some code that you need. It's it's not as hard as it sounds. They um, the they'll walk you through how to do that. The podcast hosting service. Yeah, I said I use Podbean. There's one called Lipson. There's there's others. Um, so that actually hosts. The audio file, you upload the audio file, the finished audio file to that service, and then it creates some code that you can use to uh, push it out to iTunes and other places, including a website. So, uh, you know, I have bartenderjourney.net, so that's separate from... Uh, I use a, I use a website service called uh, Weebly for that. So that's two diff- two different things. And uh, you know, there's pay there's free levels, but you quickly outgrow that to the to where the point you need to, uh, to pay them a little something. Otherwise, you just it's just such a headache, and, and there's a lot of limitations. So the through Podbean, the hosting service, it creates HTML code that I can just cut and paste into my website, and then that's how if you go to uh, bartenderjourney.net, you see uh, an audio player right there. On the screen, and you can push play and listen to it, um, you know, in a web browser or whatever. Uh, you need a lot of time. It's time consuming, and uh, it takes dedication and and um, and focus to get it done all all the time. So uh, you know, just keep that in mind. <laughs> It's not like not like you just record it and uh, post it immediately. Although I mean, I guess you could you could, but um, you turn you know, as it turns out, you know, there's there's a lot to do if you want to add a little music in the beginning and then take out some ums and ahs and and uh, if you make a mistake, you want to try to fix it uh, or not. You know, you can just roll through it. But uh, I try to take out as many ums and ahs as I can and uh, clean it up. So microphones, I use, I'm talking to you right now through a Behringer B1, which is a good quality mic, and I paid only about $100 for it, so it's, uh, it's, it's very good sound quality. But it's studio. It's for stationary recording in a studio. You wouldn't bring this out with you um, somewhere. So sometimes you hear me doing uh, micro- You hear me doing interviews out on the road or out in different locations. For that, I have two Audio Technica ATR twenty one hundred uh, USB model. So uh, we each have a microphone, and it records into a um, portable audio device, which I'll talk about in a second. But by the way. These portable audio recorders also have built-in microphones, so you don't you can plug in external microphones like I do usually, but it also has a uh, internal microphone which you can use. Uh, but you just kind of have to pass it back and forth. If you're interviewing someone, you'd have to you know put it up against their <laughs> close to their face and then back to your face, which, come to think of it, doesn't sound very appealing right now in the COVID world. 
editing software options. There's one called Audacity, which is A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, and and that's free. There's also GarageBand that comes free with Apple computers. Uh, I use Pro Tools, which is a um, higher-end, very flexible, uh, professional editing software with a fairly steep learning curve. It's expensive. Uh, There's one called Hindenburg Journalist, which I've never used. Um, So there's that. So I mentioned the portable audio recorder. I use one called the Tascam DR40 portable four-track digital recorder. Uh, There's others. uh, There's a brand called Zoom. I wonder if they're still around with the with the video zoom thing taking off so much. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned earlier, you could record directly into this and then with the memory card um, transfer it into a computer and then into your editing software that way. Um, but as I said, it's portable, so when I do recordings out in the field somewhere or on the locations, uh, that's what I bring with me because it's battery operated. So, podcast advertising is it possible to make any money with this thing? Um, I found it more difficult than I thought it would be. On the other hand, uh, if you ha- really have the drive to do it, I think it's a it's a huge opportunity. Um, there's some research here by a company called Wonderly uh, in partnership with something called Comscore. Uh, anyway, it says podcast ads create the highest in, uh, improvement in perception among all mobile formats. Two-thirds of podcast listeners have engaged in various research and or purchase-related behaviors as a result of advertising exposure from podcasts. To me, I, I, you know, and, and I tend to other podcasts that I listen to, I do uh, usually if I if I trust the hosts, I mean, you seem to kind of develop a, a relationship almost with the with the podcast host if you listen to it on a regular basis and you tend to trust their opinion. And, you know, me, me personally, I, I would never advertise or talk about anything that I didn't a product that I didn't believe in. So, um, you know, for that reason, I think uh, advertising on podcasts should be a home run. You would think so. Uh, let's see, there's this Edison study, this was 2016, it's pretty old, but uh, how much do you agree or disagree to this statement? They asked uh, some people, the products and services you learn about on podcasts are generally relevant to your interests, and 70% said they strongly agree with that statement. So, the, you know, the advertising... If it's on point, you know, if it's something that, that you're talking about, something that has something to do with your podcast, uh, you know, for for instance, with me, with uh, with booze, <laughs> you know, I, I tend to think um, that, you know, if, if you go off advertising, you know, um, whatever, you know, uh, shoes or something on a bartender podcast, that doesn't go very far. Right. But, um, on the other hand, um, if you're, if you're on point with what this, what the podcast is about, I think it makes, makes a lot of sense. The same Edison study, how much do you agree, disagree? Your opinion of a company is more positive when you hear it mentioned on one of the podcasts you regularly listen to. And 63% said they strongly agree with that. When price and quality are equal, you prefer to buy products from companies that advertise on the podcasts you listen to regularly. 60% strongly agree with that. You know, take that for what it is. As I said, I find that when um, when I listen to podcasts and they advertise a product that has something to do with what their ex- expertise is, I, I tend to listen to what they have to say. Uh, a few other industry podcasts you might want to check out if you haven't already. Um, the, the Speakeasy. Uh, with Souther Teague and Damon Balti, uh, Mixology Talk with my friends Chris and Julia Tunstall, uh, Bartender at Large, Eric Castro, 
um, Bartender HQ, that's Dayton Even Sangwell, he's from England, uh, slightly off topic, but, uh, but not so far, uh, Wine for Normal People, that's, that's a really good podcast if you want to learn some more about wine, and then uh, whis- Whiskey Casked, Whiskey Casked, <laughs> yeah, Whiskey without an E, C-A-S-T, Whiskey Cast, that's a very well done, uh, highly produced uh, show about whiskey with, uh, I mean, that's like a news show, really. There's a couple podcasts about podcasting that may be useful to you. The School of Podcasting, Podcast Talent Coach, uh, one called How Sound, which is interesting. It's it's more about uh, really like radio journalism, but I, I enjoy that one. And then um, there's a show, interesting show, is a limited run. It was, it's, it's not continuous, uh, but it's called The Turnaround, and it's uh, specifically about interview techniques. Yeah, I hope you got something out of that. And uh, as I said, so many people are home looking for some way to uh, stay relevant and stay focused on uh, what they love to do. So uh, podcast is, podcasting is maybe a way to do that. So uh, if, if you want to email me, I have some uh, some more equipment, um, the recommendations, and uh, I have a, a bunch of stuff I can email you. So you can email me at brian at bartenderjourney.net, and I'll shoot you over some stuff to help you out. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear your podcast when you finally get it done. And uh, I'd love to hear from you for any reason at all. I'd love, I'd love to hear from you. So you can email me, as I said, brian at bartenderjourney.net. Stay safe, everyone. Good luck to everyone getting through this uh, crazy thing. And we'll talk to you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast.